This recording begins with a reading of the Gospel of the Day. That will be followed by the homily from Father Paul O'Brien. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, Take care not to perform righteous deeds in order that people may see them. Otherwise, you will have no recompense from your heavenly Father. When you give alms, do not blow a trumpet before you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, to win the praise of others. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you give alms, do not let your left hand know what your right is doing, so that your almsgiving may be secret, and your Father who sees in secret will repay you. When you pray, do not be like the hypocrites who love to stand and pray in the synagogues and on street corners so that others may see them. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you pray, go to your inner room, close the door, and pray to your Father in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will repay you. When you fast, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites. They neglect their appearance so that they may appear to others to be fasting. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face so that you may not appear to be fasting, except to your Father who is hidden. And your Father who sees what is hidden will repay you. The Gospel of the Lord. Six weeks from tomorrow, God will offer the world once again the holiest days of the year. God owns time. The holiest days of the year are the Easter Triduum, Holy Thursday, Good Friday, Holy Saturday, opening into the full Easter season. At the culmination of those days, many people around the world and many people in this community are going to step up and say, I have come to believe in God. I've come to believe that Jesus is actually the Son of God. I've come to believe that the Holy Spirit of Jesus is guiding the church, and I want to receive this salvation within the depth of my soul through baptism and confirmation and the Eucharist. In this community, 50, 60 people will be baptized at that Easter vigil. The rest of us are going to be part, if you're already baptized, part of the hundreds of millions of people around the world who at the Easter vigil and on Easter Sunday will stand up in public and say that we believe all of these things. Some number of people are going to be honest and really speaking from the depths of their souls. Other people are just going to say those words and may be very, very far away from those truths. Lent is just purely a six-week opportunity that God gives us, a season of grace to prepare for those most sacred days and the grace of the Easter season. For all of us who are baptized, we're all sinners. We all have nothing but room for growth as disciples of Jesus. So these six weeks, experience has shown, are a unique season of grace. God is really powerfully alive, and they're meant to be, if we enter into them, six genuinely, spiritually transforming weeks. Six weeks, for me, because I'm old, is just nothing. It goes by in a flash. When you're a little kid, six weeks seems like a long time. Six weeks ago was January 11th, I believe. I looked up my calendar today for January 11th. I don't remember a thing. I saw what I was doing. I don't remember any of it. And the last six weeks have gone by in a flash. These six weeks 
If you choose to live them intently every single day, they, can be, they will be a very long period of time and a period of growth. So what I invite you to consider, you gotta do this, you gotta choose whether you're gonna do it today. Three questions. One is, what are your goals for Lent? All of us should have the goal that on April 6th, when the Easter Triduum begins, we will be maximally authentic disciples of Jesus Christ, meaning honest and as true as we can be to the real Jesus Christ. But what are your other goals for Lent? You need to be clear about this. You need to talk to yourself and you need to talk to God about this if you wanna be really clear about tomorrow. Secondly, what are you going to do to pursue that goal? All of us should consider what we're about to hear when we're blessed with the ashes. Repent and believe in the gospel. The tradition of Lent is in as intent a way as I can, one day at a time, to be much more serious about my sin and to cut it out, to ask God's forgiveness and to stop it one day at a time for the next six weeks. Be faithful to the gospel one day at a time for the next six weeks to be more intent about growing in Jesus and putting his love into practice. We should be repenting and growing as disciples of Jesus, and we are in so many ways. But during Lent, it's to really turn it up and to have that be the focus of my day-to-day -day living. Third question, what are the disciplines that will help you, that you're gonna choose, that will help you to stay focused during Lent? The traditional Lenten disciplines of the church are prayer, number one, to dedicate more time to trying to grow in union with God through prayer. There's a prayer guide in the bulletin that's available to all of us for each day of Lent. There are lots of other prayer guides available. So what's the time I'm gonna to dedicate to prayer and reflection as a discipline to keep me focused? Number two, fasting. The church's disciplines, in my exalted opinion, for Lent about fasting are just virtually nothing. Two days of fasting, today and Good Friday, the Fridays of Lent to abstain from meat. If that is challenging to you, you need Lent and you need a team of psychiatrists to meet with you as soon as possible. So what are the fasting, fasting realities that you might add to that? Third traditional discipline is almsgiving. I hope we all contribute generously already week by week to supporting the work of God. Almsgiving is taking some of my money, my money, more of my money, and concertedly, thoughtfully, giving it to do God's work in this world. We're blessed to have so many great works of God being done just in this community as well as beyond. So what's your plan day by day, week by week, for taking your money and putting it somewhere to be given to doing more of God's work. What I encourage you to do tonight is also consider what are the other disciplines that you're going to embrace to keep yourself focused on Lent. The church's list of three includes nothing about social media. Pulling back from social media is a good discipline for probably most of us. There is nothing in the church's 
traditional disciplines about entertainment. Many or most of us have real issues in our lives with how much time we put into just being entertained. So what are the behaviors that you either need to pull back from or add to your life that are reasonable, that you know are good for you, that you want to pursue as disciplines during Lent to focus on, on turning away from sin and being more faithful to the gospel. I really encourage you to live Lent. I'm glad that you're here tonight. I presume you're here because you want to do it. It is a guarantee through God's grace. If you live this season, it will be transformational. I have no idea what that will mean for you or for me, but I can guarantee you, if you live it, it will be transformational. One last thing. On that passage that we hear the first uh, day of Lent every year, we're about to be marked with ashes. And you say, wait a minute, we just heard when you are fasting, wash your face and don't let people see it. Jesus is saying in this passage that there are people at his time, particularly certain religious leaders, who do things so that other people will notice. If that's the case, Jesus says, they get their reward. Other people notice. The things that Jesus talks about in here, prayer, almsgiving, and fasting, are absolutely good things to do, including prayer in public, being open about any of this. It's the intent question. Why am I doing this? If I'm doing it to lose weight, I'll lose weight. If I'm doing it to get people's attention, I'll get people's attention. If my intention with the disciplines and the activities of Lent is to turn away from sin and to grow in faithfulness to the gospel, do it as much as you can. You have been listening to Father Paul O'Brien, pastor of St. Patrick Parish in Lawrence, Massachusetts. For more information about the parish and to get involved, please go to stpatrickparish.com or follow us on social media. Thank you for listening.